When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. I'm reading some of the comments from people about that old Miranda Lambert story we had. Wow. Where are you reading the comments? They're coming in on our email or inbox. People saying they didn't like that about Miranda. Miranda scolded a bunch of women for taking a photo at her Vegas show at Planet Hollywood. Somebody else said they've been to a Green Day concert where Billy Joe Armstrong yelled at people to put their phones away. Don't watch the concert through your phone. Hmm. People were uh, right in front of the stage. So that's, uh, I could see, I could see as an artist where you're like, I'm right here. Why are you taking a picture? Look at me. Okay. But they're like, we will for the other two hours. We're going to get this photo real quick. You good? Yeah, I know. Then there are other opinions saying, so a small group of people took a picture and Miranda Lambert interrupted her entire program to point this out to the other 99% of the people who couldn't even see it happening. Yeah, what's more of a distraction? Good question. You know what I Good mean? Good question. Man. Stick them up. Stick them up. Yeah. Oh, they, somebody else went to a show uh, at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa, and she told the crowd to shut up multiple times because she wanted it to be quiet while she sang a special song that she wrote. The venue was not very big and it wasn't loud. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. We've got tons of emails. This is crazy. So, okay. So maybe not a first time thing. And I get it. Like if Miranda wants to call in, just call us 1-800-ON-THE-AIR.COM. But I just, I understand how you can feel this way. And maybe then as a performer though, does the manager or the publicist pull her aside and say, hey, I know it's frustrating. This is the age in which we live. Someone's always going to have a phone out at your concert somewhere. Sometimes it'll be in your eye line, sometimes not. Let's prepare ahead of time so that we make it a great experience for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's fine. Sorry I blew up, You know guys. how you follow all these um, these animals online? You, fo- you follow cows, you said earlier. I sure do. Donkeys. I do. Dogs. Name an animal. I'm sure I follow it. Armadillo. <laughs> okay. uh, birds. Lots of birds. So I follow a lot of retro accounts. Okay. Meaning old videos of commercials that were on in the 80s and 90s. Cool. 
And I do find them deeply satisfying. Like they really hit my nostalgia nerves in a good way. I I just saw moments ago on Instagram some retro account. Let me see if I can tell you what the retro account is. So if you want to follow, okay, retro underscore 80s underscore 90s is what it is. But they have a video up of the video game Paperboy. Not familiar. I am, and it's an obscure one. And it's you're a kid on a bike, and you're pedaling, probably pressing A A A A A A A on your Nintendo controller, and then B throws the paper, and you're trying to get it onto people's doorsteps, and then you go through like this obstacle course. But at one point, you're just going through the neighborhood, and you are throwing the paper in, and it felt something about a manufactured video game neighborhood that I have always found rather whimsical. I just really like it. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) This is is literally gameplay. Okay. Of Paperboy. This is Paperboy gameplay. RC cars are chasing after you on your bike. You're trying to throw the papers. This guy is jumping out in your way. There's cars you got to dodge. It's great. You know what? And then, um, oh goodness. (laughs) And then I saw this thing yesterday. What is it called? A, uh, this guy st- rolls a marble down this giant contraption that is on what appears to be an eternal wall. And there are little slides that the marble will yes, go through, and yes. then it'll hit different keys. And it was playing the Super Mario Brothers theme. Rube Goldberg machine. A Rube Goldberg machine. That's what it's called. That and um, oh, it was really satisfying. Here, I can find it for you. Why is it called that? Because Mr. Goldberg? It, I believe, yeah, yes. There was a guy who, who like created that sort of thing. And then people got really into it. Oh, God darn it. Here it is. Neat. It's a marble hitting these different, like, xylophone keys. I love it. It's really sad. I watched the whole video. It was like a minute. It was great. Um, anyway, now let's talk about Super Mario Brothers was big at the movie theaters, had great word of mouth, did all sorts of big business. This Friday, we have Oppenheimer coming to theaters. We have Barbie coming to theaters, and there was sort of a fun online debate that was raging about it. For those like Zamboni who are doing a double feature this weekend, the question is, which should you see first? Should you do Barbenheimer or Oppenbarbie? What should your approach be? Well, Mike, what's your approach? I wanted to do Oppen Barbie basically because I wanted to get the heavy, you know, the, the heavier the feeling out of the way early, the longer one out of the way, and then just have fun at night. It didn't work out for everyone else I was going with, so I'm actually doing it in the reverse. You are We're doing okay. Barbie first, then going to Oppenheimer, which I think is the wrong approach, but it is the way I'm going to do it. Okay, so some people online have been saying that that is the way to go, that okay. you want to have some fun first. Have a good time because after you see Oppenheimer, you're not going to have any positive vibes left in you and you're just going to like want to stare at a blank wall for a while. So they're suggesting you do want to do Oppenheimer second. The other side of the internet says, no, 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 you want to start with Oppenheimer, deal with the heavy, take a breather like Mike's going to go get lunch and go have a few drinks and then cleanse the palate with Barbie. So they're saying Oppenheimer is like the eat your vegetables first. Kind of approach. Uh, Slate has a full write-up uh, funny about this. But they're also commenting on the fact that this is the first time in a long time that there has been an online conversation going about two competing movies that 
instead of saying which one are you going to, it's much more turning into this. Yes. I think we want to see both of them. Right. It's sort of a rare thing in, in, in recent movie history. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I read this article this morning and I thought, maybe I do want to go see one of those in the theater this weekend. But Oppenheimer's three hours. Barbie is uh, just under two hours. Yeah, I would go to Barbie. I would save Oppenheimer for streaming. But the way, the what I'm looking oh. for most with Oppenheimer is he talked about the Christopher Nolan talked about the idea of trying to create the illusion of an atomic bomb going off in a studio with right. the visual effects because you can only do so much with sound. He said so visually trying to make it feel. He says he's trying something and you're going to see something you've never seen before. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you got to see it in the theater yeah. if you can. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Very. It's eleven. 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 Make a wish. Thank you. All right, Steve, let us know. What, what are you leaning more towards? I think I would lean more towards Oppenheimer. You would? Oh, I'm surprised. I feel like I would talk more about Oppenheimer and think more about Oppenheimer after. Donna, it was like, and now, for the 785th time, Steve will try to convince Donna to watch Inception. It was like <laughs> the time that I watched Inception. And at the end of the movie... As the credits came up, the final frame of the movie, it ends, goes to credits, and the whole theater, the whole theater that I was with, Donna, let out a, oh, oh, God. Really? And it was, and then we're out there talking about what we just experienced afterward and trying to make sense of a dream inside of a dream, and have I had that, and can you really dream hack? It was good. So, is it... Like deja vu like what's, or is it all dreams and in your head and what's Let me reality? Ask you a quick what's question. Not? You pretty jammed today? No, I'm good. Okay, so you have an open schedule. Why don't you watch Inception today? Okay, just because you have it written, I don't take that. I take that with a grain of salt the size of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> that list is a list of lies. Right, I'll see and where empty I can promises. find it. Is it going to be three hours? Well, yeah, I can't change the time. Okay. Mike, where can she stream this? A 228? 228. I can do 228. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Mike is going to tell everybody. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. I feel like I started to watch it, and I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. Is it they planted with something in their head? Is there Uh, there some kind of marble in their head? I don't know that it's a marble. There is a thing that they have to connect to. It came out 13. I haven't seen it in 13 years, Donna. All right. Considering it's difficult to find, I'm Netflix. assuming it's not on. Is it Netflix? Uh, I'm sure. All right. Oh, maybe not. Inception. Oh, bing me. Oh, yeah. Nef- oh, no. Oh, well. Yeah, I think well, you have to go to a different country. It's an international Netflix. <laughs> yeah, well, think- I'm seeing it on Prime. Yeah, that's what you're going to have to probably do it on Prime, maybe. For three seventy nine, yeah. I want oh, my money. Donna. Give me the three seventy nine, and I'll do it. I'll give you $4. <laughs> okay. I will give you $4 tomorrow upon receipt of you having watched it today. If you really have a wide open day. I get it. We're all busy. It's not wide open, but it's um, I, I, I could squeeze in at least half of the movie. And it's only two hours and 28 minutes. That's pretty good. Plus, you don't have to wait for kids to go to bed to watch it safely or anything like that. You could go pour yourself some Chardonnay this afternoon, Queen. All right.
I'll get back to you. I'll watch it this week sometime. We have because I don't want Phil. Overtime. I don't want Phil all up my, in yeah. my business. All right, yeah. goodbye. We'll Speaking come back for the class there. All back right, with a stud. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss program where I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just two months. Uh, that was starting in mid-March, so mid-March through mid-May, I dropped from the high 190s to the high 160s. It was pretty great. And guess what? I'm maintaining because of all the things I learned during those two months, and I'm continuing to eat the right way, the way the doctor and his team at MN Fallos showed me how to do it. You, too, could lose up to a pound a day uh, of fat. Results may vary, but it worked for me. I think it can work for you. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You got 12 days till July 30th. That's when this summer special ends. You could save $200 on the MNFatLoss.com program. $200. But you got to do so by July 30th. So set up that free consultation. MNFatLoss.com. MNFatLoss.com. It's 81. Where talk is fun. Every morning from 9 to noon. Hello. You're listening to Donna and Steve, The Experience, on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, Steve. Mm hmm. Pizza, snack, big, big fan, or meal. Hold it. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Your thoughts? A meal, a hundred percent. Yeah, right. That is something I think my brother would call a snack. You know, he'd be like, "Oh, we just had a snack earlier." Like you ate a whole pizza. Yeah, would you say that about a burger? Right? Okay. These people. There was a survey that was done, and most people, I think it was like 40-something percent said, snap, uh, meal, 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 meal. Meal, 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 Mike, what say you? Oh, he's on the phone. He's on the phone. Sorry I blew up, guys. All right. Huh. That's crazy. I never even thought of considering that a snack. That's insanity. Right? It's like a heavy meal. Now, you can eat a lot. You can eat a lot of it. Are they thinking it's a snack because you eat it, you don't maybe finish the whole pie, and then two hours later, it's now 10 o'clock at night, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to have a couple pieces. Uh, maybe. It, it can feel like a late night snack. Maybe. But late night snacks, that's a euphemism that we use for a meal. To make ourselves feel, feel excuse me, better. feel a little better. Got it. Yeah, mostly men were. Um, oh wow! Oh, hey everybody, hope you see. enjoy sexist studies. Hmm. <laughs> I feel hey, like Mike. a victim. Yeah. Pizza. Yes. Snack or a meal? Oh, that's a meal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. We can be friends. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's my study. It's not oh. that interesting. I just wanted to know your opinion. Thank you. I'm glad I was oh, right with my opinion. <laughs> you yeah. were. There are 10 things from the 1980s and from the 1990s that millennials and Gen Xers, Donna, Mm. say Gen Z is totally missing out on. So here is a list of, according to the internet study, 10 things from the 80s and 90s that Gen Z is just missing out on. Okay. For instance... Not having all your screw-ups forever uploaded to the internet. Right. You know, that's 
you didn't have to mm-hmm. deal with that, Donna. Think if all of your foibles from your teenage years and early 20s were captured on video and then posted like, look, we were out last night. Partying. No, I would not like that. No. You would have been canceled. I would, been canceled. I would have been canceled for sure. Here's another thing that Gen Zers, the Internet says, don't get to enjoy. Parents that let their kids run free. You know, when it was, I used to do this when I was a kid, we would just peace out. And we'd be somewhere. And my mom had like a network of people it felt like she could call. Like if we went north of Pittsburgh Street, she could call Aunt Joan. Have you seen the boys up there? If we went south down near the tracks, she could call my grandma. Are the boys over there? You know, there were there were people yeah. you, and, on and different streets. You, you could can't get to. away with anything anymore. There's GPS trackers. You know, if if kids wanted to do something like, I don't know, smoke a cig, yeah. guaranteed somebody's going to snap a picture and you're going to be busted. So don't do that. <sighs> Reminds me of the time that my brothers got busted for smoking. And my dad, the smoker, mm. then had to levy the punishment. And that punishment was, you want to smoke? Then let's go smoke. And he took him into the laundry room, which also had a toilet in it. It was a pretty fancy life. And he started smoking one cigarette at a time, one by one by one. Josh tapped out early, made made some sort of a settlement agreement, some plea deal. He got out. And then Scooty went toe-to-toe with my dad as they smoked one cigarette after another. And I was frantic in the kitchen always the peacemaker, mm-hmm. telling my mom we need to get Same. a bucket of water and go dump it on them so that their cigarettes go out. <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> anyway, Scott Steve. doesn't smoke anymore. My dad quit. But, man, that was you, – you don't see parents doing that much anymore. No. Let's light them up and go tete-a-tete and smoke cigarettes right at each other. And my dad was doing two and a half, three packs a day back then. He couldn't be messed with. Damn. What else? Uh, checking the TV guide. Oh, and getting, getting excited. excited about a show or a movie that would be on later in the week. Yes, especially a movie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're oh. like, Thursday night, ABC's running a movie? We need to watch that. Which meant, kids, you would all be home well before 8 o'clock so that you could like get into your PJs. It was like true appointment viewing. On Demand has ruined that. Netflix, Disney+, Plus, all that. I have them all. We use them all. And in some sense, I really love them all. But that has taken the magic out because everything is available. It's everything everywhere all at once available to you at all times, it seems, except evidently for Inception. Got to pay for that one. But otherwise, you can just watch anything at any point. And that sort of immediacy, everything being available to you, there is a magic of searching, of wanting, of waiting that is no longer there. Yes. Uh, We've talked about this many times, but... Kids these days don't get to enjoy just browsing the video rental store. So much fun. It was. But they do it now with Netflix. You know, they browse the Netflix menu. No, Donna, you would go out as a kid, say, let's go to the video store. You're right. And then you'd walk to the video store. And then you, so there's like 10, 15 minutes already. And then you park your bikes outside if you biked up or you walked up, you get a Coke. And now you're walking through looking at all the titles. Many of which you've seen the last week <laughs> right, that you were right. there. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I saw that. Or, saw that, or saw how that. about when somebody else is holding your movie and you're like, damn it, I think that was the last one. Oh, and you yeah. pray they put it back. Yes. Yes, Queen. Uh, real actual boredom. 
you were forced to be creative. You learned instruments, you would draw, you would paint. In Donna's case, you would smoke, you would write terrible teenage poetry. <laughs> Real boredom. Right now, they're bored, they get onto a screen. Back then, you were bored, and you just had to figure out, what are we going to do now? Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, let's Sorry see for all of you. They also say that Spotify has kind of made everything so available that it's destroyed a sense of connection to the music. When you were young and you were just like buying a few CDs each year, you really got to know those albums inside and out. And if you were like me, you would pull out the CD sleeve. You'd read all of the people that they were thanking and the notes that each member of the band had. And then you'd study the lyrics if they had the lyric sheet in there so you could sing along. I think we're all talking about the same album. No strings attached. In sync. Uh, yeah. Is that the one where they're like they're? Yeah, marionettes. Yeah, on the front. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Never heard it. Great. Thanks. <laughs> we'll play the same name game. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, DJ Rock Lobster comes in. We'll pit two songs that have the same title but are not covers of each other against one another, and then we vote one of them off the island. That when we come back. It's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I hung out with my family last night, my mom, my sister, our kids, our spouses. Um, and the reason I bring it up is because someday my mom's not going to be around and my sister and I are going to uh, be there to sort of deal with things. And I want to say thanks to my mom, she's out there listening, uh, for taking care of business. She has things buttoned up for uh, end-of-life services at Crescent Tide. Because of a few reasons. One, she likes to, you know, take care of her kids and make sure things uh, are not stressful for us. So, hey, thanks, Mom. She also likes things done her way, and she doesn't want a big, fancy, expensive-type funeral thing. She wants to just have a simple cremation and then for us to go out and celebrate her in a way that makes sense to her. And I think so many people these days want that. They want an end-of-life celebration that fits them. And for a lot of people, that starts with a simple cremation. They start at just $800 at Crescent Tide. Uh, check them out today and look at those Google reviews. Crescent Tide Cremation Services. OptimaTaxRelief.com It's the Donna and Steve experience, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Never gave the time of day, my dear. It's okay Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hmm. All right. All right. You got a little Taylor Swift trivia. Yeah, yesterday we had a separate Taylor Swift thing mentioning that she was the first um, female to ever have four albums charting in the Billboard Top 10 at a single time. The last time it had been done was uh, by a living person was back in the 60s by oh. the that, that saxophone player or whatever. Herb uh, Albert. Herb Herb. Herb Albert. But this morning, I was reading the newsletter, and I would like to give credit to them. It's called The Morning Brew. Oh, God. You just are wanna... so far up there, bud. Donna, what I'm doing is sourcing it so that people don't just think I made it up. I'm a journalist telling people where I get my source from. Sorry I blew up. Whatever. They wrote this. Uh, Taylor Swift, now with Speak Now, the Taylor version, has 12 number one albums to her credit. Okay. So she has topped the charts a dozen individual times with these 12 different albums. Okay. Passing this woman, who has done it 11 times. My initial thought was Shania Twain until I really thought about 
you said albums, not songs. Not songs. I don't know that she has 11 albums. Albums that have top number one. And you know, Taylor probably wouldn't have 12 different albums if it wasn't for the re releases, right? Yeah, so. right. Beyonce. Who's going to be in town on Thursday? That's right. Um, no, not Beyonce. Hmm, Mike, you have a guess? Madonna? Oh, good guess. Uh, it is not Madonna. Okay. Aretha Franklin? I, not Aretha Franklin. Mm. I'm going to give you initials. Okay. See if that can help you. B. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yep. Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. I'm surprised by that. 12 there are 11 different number one individual albums Barbara Streisand has had, but now Taylor Swift just hopped the Babs. That's amazing. The Babsy. Mm, good for her ski. That cool? That's very cool. Yeah, the girl's on fire. She's never going to be more popular than she is right now. There's no way. Thank you. Uh, and now this on The Golden Bachelor. Hmm. Who's going to be watching? I might watch the first episode. When's it going to come out? Early September, I believe. They don't have an exact date, but yeah, probably then. But here are a few more details, okay? All right. As far as the age, I think we're looking at 65 and older as far as the women go. Okay. So they're not, you know, they're not going to bring 40-year-olds in there. Um. But he's 71. His name is Gare Bear Turner. And he's got two daughters, two granddaughters. He will uh, find love. He hopes to find someone who likes to play pickleball or golf. He was married to his high school sweetheart for 43 years. She died in 2017. And um, sadly. And now he's... His heart is open because he thinks that his late wife would have wanted that. They both told each other that if something happens to one of us, we want the other person to be happy. Wouldn't that be a fascinating thing to know while you were alive? Think if he and his late wife back in 2016, prior Mm -hmm. to her passing, if they would have been given a quick flash of their future Mm -hmm. and it would have shown you will pass away and he will star in the first ever Golden Bachelor. Right. I mean. I mean. Uh, <laughs> right. But have you and Lou had that conversation? And Mike, you uh, and Sarah should have this conversation too. How would, would you feel after I died? Should I never remarry again? No, I think I think Lou Lou we've this has come up recently where she's like, "Yes, you'll need to marry like soon." Yeah, you can't be alone. You just can't. <laughs> I can. Yes, I no, can. No, you can't. Tana. I'm not saying you're incapable of surviving, but there men need to remarry. They need someone to take care of them. Sexist. <laughs> it's true. True. I would have a bunch of golden bachelorettes that would be in the circle there because, you know, for my Twin Cities live days, guys, we didn't exactly have, you know, we had we had we had people of a certain age who 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 watch a lot. That's who I would I would end up that's the only people who would be interested in me would be people in their 
50s to 80s. <laughs> I think would be my sweet spot. And I think that'd be okay. That's awesome. I don't know. All right. um, yeah, I get, I mean, I, I would want Lou you, to remarry, but like I would, I just really would hope that it would be a good person who would care oh, well for her. of course. I struggle oh. with the thought. Yeah, you don't have to think about it now. But we do have this recording that we will be saving forever so that we have documentation of your decision. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Hey, he did this the other day, too. Hey. I don't know what's going on. Let me start that over again. All right. It's always a surprise. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's broccoli cheese. cheese. Oh. Fine. Boy, wow. there's a sound you don't hear often. That's true. Oh, oh, wow. She must be talking to so-and-so. Oh, yeah. And then call waiting. You hop over. You forget you have someone on the other line. Yeah. But they live a boring life, so they're still there seven minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you still there? Yeah, oh, I'm here. I'm just cooking. Funny. Oh, just holding God. this phone, holding it up to my head for the last seven minutes with no communication happening. That's amazing. Call waiting is an interesting thing. We all have it on our phones, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm more confused with it now, though. It used to just be you click the receiver, you know, you click the hang-up button, and it switches over. Every time it comes up on my phone and it's like, deny, decline, hold and accept, accept and decline. I'm like, I don't like how many things I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I just let it keep ringing. I'm like, I'm on the other line. I'm Whatever. I don't have to hit a button. You know what I'm saying, Steve? You do a lot of three-way calls. Not a lot, but on occasion with family. I think it's pretty easy to do the old three-way call now on the iPhone. Yeah. You know, merge call. Yes, exactly. Wow, merge. I'm glad we have this time. Hey, merge. Hey, merge. merge. Uh, I'm having a hard time getting rid of my landlines. I was doing like a gathering some, purging some things in my home to bring to, you know, a charitable organization. And I'm like, I don't know. I might need these phones. What do you think? You need to get rid of them. All right. Thanks for your opinion. (laughs) Okay. There we go. All right. Bye. Uh, We'll make way for Bradley and Don. They're coming in next with three hours of entertainment for you. After that, it's Lori and Julia from three until seven o'clock. And then we start our broadcast schedule all over tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with Jason and Alexis. Good day. We love you. Bye now.